so retrograde. Oh my god. Coming to you live from the American Ninja Warrior set. Oh my god, you guys. This is so exciting. Uh, something you don't know about me is that I'm a huge American Ninja Warrior fan. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. And you knew. How could you not be? It's I just, mean, it's like American Gladiator for the for the odds. It's it's like a it's <laughs> just like a feat of nature that they can do this. Yeah. And right now, where we record at Los Angeles Center Studios, they are building an American Ninja Warrior course. It's unreal. It is top rows of my life right yeah, now. Dreams. Well, I'm like we're front doing row roses seats. first and foremost, top of the show. It's so good. Yeah. On today's show, we have Ambie Sitham yep. coming back. Yeah. Talking about this retrograde. Mm-hmm. We just had a full moon in Aquarius. I wasn't expecting to be really hit by this because yeah. I was like, I don't know. Aquarius seems chill. Last night was a white wine cry fest for me. Yeah. I didn't cry, but I did a pretty uh, heavy burn, burn to release yeah. list that like wouldn't, it was on recycled paper and it wouldn't burn. So I kept on having to relight it. It was very symbolic. Whoa. Yeah. I did, I, I wrote mine on uh, index cards nice. and there was like four cards I had Those to burn. Those burn nicely. Yeah. That's a, that's like nice kindling. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. That's good. Also last night, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I caught, uh, actually I do know about you. Uh, cause you cause we, do, cause we talked, talked about, about this. this. <laughs> um, the Hollywood medium. Oh my oh God, my you guys. God. Tyler, Henry, I love you so much. And if you hear me, please come be on that so retrograde. Have you guys seen the show? It's on E. It's in the second season, and he's like a 20-year-old medium. <sighs> Magical who creature. Is like a little like elf man who just comes over and will like talk to dead people for you. Oh, I love him so much. So I caught I was able to catch the end of the episode with Chris Jenner. KJ. And he was so funny at the end. He's like, oh my God. Fanning out. I just read Chris Jenner because he doesn't know who he's going to. <laughs> right. So that so that it's like kind of proof that he's not. Right. And they really, I pretending. feel like they were really driving that home this season, whereas last season I don't think that they touched on it well, as much. Well, you had said to me it's because there People was some thinking media. People he was a scammer. Right. Which what's the point? Why would you scam that? Right. But I feel like we need to have a medium on the show. For sure. Manifest destiny. Yeah. I want to know who's hanging out around me. Exactly. And Real maybe bad. we can get him or someone else. Yeah. Who knows? Um, this is my manifesting sound. Also, that's not fun to listen to. Oh, really? That's, that's kind of like those uh, sound sound effect people. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there a horse <laughs> nearby? <laughs> um also, yesterday, we had a fun wellness date. Oh, yeah. Even though we didn't go to it together. We didn't go together, but we, we talked about it after. It. Yeah. Um, we went to a holistic dentist. At here LA Holistic Dentistry. Dr. Solis. Uh-huh. was incredible. It was Coolest dentist I've ever been to. It's really interesting to, like, dentistry and then taking that and applying it to holistic practices Mm -hmm. and we're so excited because I think she's going to come on the show and talk about it with us but Jesse from How You Glow actually turned us on to that in that last episode that they were on. Brief rundown Uh, you get there and you're taken into a room with this incredible acupuncturist uh, who works with essential oils and she kind of gives you this essential oil treatment and energy healing. energy healing and talks to you about where your blocks are and she explains what the oils that she's putting on you are for and like what they're releasing and that was awesome. Not, not what you would expect from a dental experience. Right. <laughs> Completely like tangential to that but it was beautiful. Loved it. Then you go and have your dental treatment and it's, it's like you're at a regular dentist because they have all of the same equipment 
but the things that they're using, like the toothpaste is made of bensonite, bensonite clay. Yeah. And um, they use uh, like oxygenated water. And then at the end, you know, when you're normally like swishing with whatever, like Listerine, it's um, oil pulling, but it's coconut oil. Normally I hate oil pulling because just the plain coconut oil for me personally is nauseating. And... You you right and oil pulling it, just right? you just is like a side. I don't if you for any listeners that don't know, it's like even though I feel like you guys all know, but yeah. I'm just saying you yeah. put like coconut oil in your mouth and you twist it around. You're supposed to be up to like 20 minutes, and, and it like literally pulls the gunk out. It's but it's fucking disgusting. But this company that uh, they're using the oil from, they have it's coconut oil mixed with peppermint oil. Yeah, so it tastes like a York peppermint patty. That's what I do at home. Oh, you do? I add peppermint essential oil to the coconut oil. That's really really good because I was fresh, like freshen. When she told me it was oil pulling time, I was like, I hate oil pulling. And then I did it, and I was like, Oh, two minutes is up. I could go on yeah. forever with this. Yeah, I use my my trick is I normally do it as I'm about to get in the car. Mm. So like wherever I'm going, where do you spit it? On the street. Ew. I open the door. But, you know, everywhere in L.A. takes 20 minutes, according to Clueless. So right. it's the perfect amount of time. Nice. And I like that tie-in That's right my there. marker for all things. <laughs> anyway, let's welcome Ambi back to the yes, show. We've We're got a lot to talk about. So much to talk about. Lots of, lots of vibes happening in the solar system that we need to, like break open yeah and yeah. Sitham welcome back to the show thank you ladies we are trying something we are in in honor of being the beginner mm-hmm. as our last week's show was dedicated to oh actually we're going to be putting this out next week so a previous show is dedicated to we're trying something new and we're doing this a la facebook live yeah so hello to our two listeners what's up <laughs> um hi Start small. Grow your audience. Yeah, we're you know? just trying something. It's about yeah. people you attract attracting you. I just made that up. Yeah, okay. that's beautiful. Um, <laughs> so we're going to get into what's going on in this upcoming retrograde. Did you guys know that this is the fourth Mercury retrograde of this year? It is indeed. Tell Mercury us. Is, Mercury is going cray-cray this year. So look, we've got... This is... So this is the third Mercury retrograde. Oh, this is the third one. There's yeah, another this, one? Yes. The year ends. So the year started with a Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. We remember. I Elizabeth know you, almost, I'm, you know, <laughs> lost her. I think that's when I met you both. <laughs> yeah. It's just slightly terrifying. Um, no. Um, so we, the year started with Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, and the year's ending with a Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. And I'm oh. going to talk about that maybe sometime down the line, because it's very important for all of us, because Pluto is in this huge transit of Capricorn, which is going on for, like, several years, almost 20-odd years. Um, and what I want to, anyway. Bleh. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you briefly, because this is what we're into, is like, what does Pluto mean? What does Capricorn okay. mean? So Pluto, so this is really interesting, because basically Pluto is a very slow-moving planet, and it takes a very, very long time to move between signs, about anything from 16 to 20-odd years. Whoa. And Pluto's currently in Capricorn. Pluto went into Capricorn in 2008. Capricorn, in the natural zodiac, is the ruler of the 10th house. That is the patriarchy. That is structure. It is status. It is those patriarchal systems that we have in place, governments, authority, mm. success. And if you notice that when Pluto went into Capricorn in 2008, that's when the banking structure, we saw banks of like 300, 400 years fall apart. We had recessions. We had like major economic crises. But also, if you think since 2008, 
there has been a revolution. Mm -hmm. There's a revolution with regards to the patriarchy, with regards to government systems, with regards to even banking system, just like the entire infrastructure on which our society is now based on. And this part of that revolution is destruction. And then the next stage of that revolution is rebirth, a rebirth mm -hmm. of a healthier cycle, a healthier mm -hmm. sort of infrastructure for all of us. Right. Um, but we're midway through the cycle, um, and it's been quite painful. Um, so it's like, you know, so it's 2024, so it'll be 16 years that Pluto spends in Capricorn. Oh, I just got weird chills. Yeah, we're halfway through the cycle. And one of the things I talked about um, on my blogs earlier this year was about how the full moon in Capricorn was such a good opportunity for us to all release the destruction and start rebuilding, given that we're halfway through the through this uh, sort of uh, Pluto and Capricorn transit. Whoa. Yeah, it's intense. So, so what's this Mercury retrograde? This Mercury retrograde is a good Mercury retrograde. This is a very exciting Mercury retrograde. You never hear that. No. I, well, Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking, breaking <laughs> news. Everyone needs to use this Mercury retrograde really well. How right? do we do that? Yeah. So, Two things. The shadow period for Mercury retrograde started yesterday at 14 degrees of Virgo. And it goes officially retrograde on the 30th of August at 29 degrees of Virgo. Okay. And it's going to be retrograde for three weeks. And then there's another shadow. But why is this a good retrograde? Because Virgo this year, as we know, Jupiter, which is all good things, abundance, all of that kind of stuff, has been transiting Virgo, right, for the whole year. So for all of us, we've been getting Jupiter's good juju in the Virgo-ruled part of our charts, right? Okay. Jupiter in Virgo is coming to the end. So it's like this Mercury retrograde is offering us a chance to re to redo or recapture some of the good juju and yes. blessings that were due our way. Yes. Over the Jupiter and um, Jupiter and Virgo transit. Okay. So this is a really, really. I think this is going to be a really wonderful uh, Mercury retrograde for a lot of people in a lot of ways. Okay. What are some ways that we can like rituals that we could practice to harness the capture game. harness. Harness the good juice. The good juice. Call us Holla bread. Holla. So I think that what, what we what we really good is to look. Okay, so first of all, to look at the Virgo ruled part of your chart. You can now actually do that on my website, thanks to someone special. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, so you can um, so you look up where where's Virgo in your um, natal chart what life areas are covered by Virgo, and what were your intentions in 2016 for those life areas, right? What were you trying to manifest, and where did you receive some blessings and some help from the cosmos and, and stuff actually happened, and where do you still feel like, you know what, I'd love to still do this in that area. Mm. And now it's a chance to redo, to review, and to redo those goals, right? Mm. And you're gonna get some assistance from the cosmos, mm. because we have Jupiter, Mercury, and Venus all dancing together this month. Pretty. Cute. I love choreography. <laughs> it's pretty. Very pretty. Especially cosmic choreography. Wow. Okay, so when was the other... Because you said something about how it was earlier this year that it started. So um, so is it stuff that kind of like we planted the seeds earlier this year and now we're redoing that? Or it's just general thematically all throughout the year? It's actually if you... Actually, you could go back to August last year okay. because that's when Jupiter moved into Virgo. So from August last year and around eclipse season, because remember, eclipse season's twice a year, March, April, and, and September, October time, and thinking, like, what was going on there? What was what new energies, new projects, new new things in your consciousness, were, what was happening? Mm. And basically look back and think, like, and then again, looking at that Virgo-ruled part of your chart and think, what do I still want to manifest in those areas and how can I redo them? 
Eva, this is sort of a tandem question, yeah. but we had a full moon recently, and I remember I told my friend Thomas, because he had been texting me about something he was going through, and I was like, oh, it's this is the energy of the moon that's happening, and then I was like, see what area of your chart is ruled by Leo, and he was like, I don't have any. No, so what does not, that mean? That's that's not actually true. That, I think when people think that, here's the thing, okay? Yeah. When you have to look, so when you fill in... Fix it. It's okay. live. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a there's, there's a, like a thing happening. <laughs> oh my god. Whoopsie. Stylist moment. It's go. live though. My hair's just like a barnet. So it doesn't know mine's okay. Thank that you. looks nice. What do you guys think? Good? <laughs> yeah. Um also if you guys have any specific questions about Mercury and retrograde. Shoot them our way, we'll, we'll get to them. We'll answer them, yeah. Um, what are we talking so about? So if someone says, <laughs> oh, I don't have that in my oh, chart. Oh, yeah, that's not actually true. So, 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 you know, there are 12 signs of the zodiac, right? Yeah. And there's 12 houses of the zodiac. So it follows that actually somewhere in your chart is going to be every single sign of the zodiac. You may not have a, a heavy Leo influence, but Leo will be there somewhere, okay. even if he's half of a house. Okay. But you won't be able to see that from the chart. You would have to look at the whole You'd picture. have to look at the whole whole chart as a whole. And that's something that, going forward, if people want to message about, I can sort of okay. answer about Okay, that. cool. For you guys, for special with Ambi.com. Yes. Go on the blog astrology. page. Right-hand oh. side. You guys can calculate it now. It's so exciting. <laughs> I know. Someone just said that they're moving through the during the retrograde fml okay. let's say let's try to make this a better situation yeah for them. okay so don't worry number one because remember our consciousness creates our reality so don't panic just be like be like a virgo i'm a virgo rising as we all know i'm anally retentive be really anally retentive and super organized because the thing is is when we're moving during mercury retrograde that's when things might go wrong do you know what i mean like even like flying during i'm traveling during mercury retrograde right. it's like double check your tickets right get there early like provide you know provide for things maybe being a little bit not allow for some margin for error okay it so is, is there anything that. else we need to know about the mercury retrograde so here's a couple of other things that we need we need to this month is going to be really good for love as well okay why because <laughs> so, i'm so lonely <laughs> <laughs> so, so why is it going to be good? because every year we have the annual jupiter venus conjunction it's where jupiter and venus sort of sit on top of each other right and jupiter's obviously good luck and all good things and blessings and miracles and venus is love abundance harmony you know mercury retrograde as we know is a time when people can come back from the past whether it's friendships whether it's old projects or job opportunities or ex-loves or whatever and sometimes they're not coming back to be re realigned into our lives but they're just coming back for us to have some closure or whatever mm. it is to just close the door but given that we have this mercury retrograde with also this venus jupiter conjunction we have a nice um mercury jupiter aspect going on as well i feel as though this is going to be a really good month for healing for love mm. and for some people for reconnecting with exes or reconnecting with old friends or things like that but for other people just generally speaking this is going to be a great month for Affairs of the heart. We like affairs of the heart. Yeah, I do. So you had we you read my chart and you yeah. had said you had said I know you really want to find someone, mm. but it's not going to happen <laughs> for a while. <laughs> you said that to me. You're like it's probably going to be next year. So now everyone that I encounter, in a way, I kind of like write them off because right. I'm like it's not you, it's not you, it's not you. And is how like hard and fast are the rules of that kind of thing? Here's the thing, okay. I've had two people that had almost identical charts, and this has happened on more than one occasion in the time that I've been doing this. Identical charts, identical transits almost, and so the same cosmic windows of opportunity, and, com and it played out completely differently. Okay. And this is the whole thing with what I do, which I call soul astrology, is 
don't, you know, like whoever, whether you're talking to a psychic, whether you're talking to a life coach, whether you're talking to a spiritual teacher or an astrologer like me, even me, like I'm not God. Do you know what I mean? Like your consciousness, you are God. You are right. the divine. You create your own reality. So take that. And of course, you know, there's some things in the cosmos and cosmic windows of opportunity which will mean that it's unlikely, but doesn't mean it's not possible. Right. Okay? Like there's chance encounters. Yeah. And again, it's your consciousness. You want to think, oh, so maybe my focus is more on this other stuff in my life. But when I meet someone that's really special, I'm open. Like, I'm thirsty. <laughs> like Mr. Virgo. You like him. Your chick, she's so thirsty. <laughs> oh, my God. All my girlfriends, what? Caitlin has What's yeah. your question? She says, Saturn returns uh, Ooh. Zag for some of us. What's the deal? Okay. Ooh. That's a really good question. Saturn returns are really intense and yeah. full on, but they're also really powerful. Saturn in Sagittarius is all about your Saturn return in Sagittarius is about your spirituality. It's about your your learning, your higher education, your spirituality. It's about you and foreign places and foreign people and travel, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. That's the general Saturn in Sagittarius. Saturn Sagittarius return theme. However, it also depends on where you have Sagittarius in your natal chart. Does she know? Because we can give her some, you know. Yeah, go to alchemywithambi.com and figure tell it out. Us, tell, tell us. us tell yeah. us now, and we can, I can give you an answer of what your Saturn returns all about. Cool. Um, let's. While we're waiting on that, because I hope we can get more specific. But yes. um, for Mer- Mercury in retrograde. So it's a generally positive. It is honestly a generally positive time. Obviously, Mercury in retrograde, foot and mouth syndrome, think twice with communication. You know, just be mindful with right. communication. It's the usual things. Be mindful with communications. Like if you're going to send an angry, uh, uh, post an angry Facebook update, think about it. During right. your tweet or an Instagram, whatever it is, just think about what you're putting out there. Also understand that everyone else is being affected by Mercury in retrograde. So their brains might be doing a little bit yeah. of a cloudy thing. So be, be, be compassionate to the people that you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, and also when stuff does come back from the past, don't necessarily think... That means, like, if an ex comes back, that doesn't necessarily mean you're meant to re- reconnect. But maybe there's some healing that helps you mm. in your love life mm. moving forward. Yeah, I love that. And travel. Don't buy electronics at this time. You know, I wouldn't buy a new computer contracts. at this time. Be mindful with signing contracts. I've had some people that had to sign contracts at this time. We just made sure we went over the contracts again and again and again and again, like with a fine-tooth comb to make sure they really understood what they were signing and getting into. Yeah. Those, you know, it's the usual, but this is a positive month. This is a really special month, August, for a I lot mean, of us. I think it's a good, it's good advice across the board, like general life advice. General advice: be mindful and pay attention to details when dealing with all the traveling kind of stuff. and communication and all of these kinds of things. Like it's just better that way. Yeah, I mean that's the lawyer in me that says that as well. But you know, but also just be mindful with your consciousness. Right. That's the most one of the most one hundred ones. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So Caitlin says, I'm looking, and it's in my 12th house. Ouch. Oh, shit. Oh. Caitlin. Caitlin, Girl. it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. She says, ouch, but it's all good. Okay, so, so the 12th house is the house of, if you imagine the 12th house obviously comes at the end of the charts before the first house. The 12th house is the house of closure. It's a house of endings. It's the house of self-undoing. So a lot of like, they call it the house of secret enemies, but really we are our own secret enemies. We are self-sabotage ourselves. So really what it's asking you to do is do some like serious spiritual cleaning out work of how you, any self-sabotaging behavior, um, any frenemies that you don't need in your life, like any like secrets, secret bad behavior that you might have and really connecting to your spirituality and connecting to 
the spiritual teacher in yourself because we are all spiritual beings, whether we realize it or not. Um, and then you're going to go through some, when, when you can do that through the Saturn return, you'll benefit from Saturn in your first house, which will make you a, a kind of a force to be reckoned with. So it's, it's actually all good. Sorry for the ouch. Are you okay? Is she okay? Is she, are you okay? Are you okay? Is she okay? <laughs> I hope she replies. I feel awesome. sad now. Cool. Does anyone else have any questions? No, not yet. Amazing. I love that we're doing I feel like technology. It's I'm a very, whole new frontier. It's a very new frontier for brown grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Um, what else? Th- I feel really positive about this okay, re- yeah. retrograde. So I feel positive about that. May I just talk about one of the other big themes of Please. 2016, which is the Saturn, Saturn and Sagittarius squaring, squaring Neptune and Pisces. Right. And I, I, the, this is the, the big theme since last sort of November 2015. And again, you know, th- this year, it's, it's sort of, it's coming to an end, but it's coming to like, it's like a pimple that's under the surface. It's like squeezing and coming out. Like, oh, ugh, sweet like relief. Painful. Sweet relief, but gross at the time, right? Okay. And, you know, on a serious note, globally, we're seeing it in the terms of, you know, issues with terrorism we're seeing it with issues with different cultures clashing etc 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 yeah we're also seeing it here in america with the election <clears throat> with um you know like someone donald trump we're not, we're not saying his name on this program okay sorry it's okay um, doesn't it just seem like a weird fever dream what's happening i mean he's not going to be president no, i mean i've can't. said that I've no, this s- is interesting say about his chart in the early part of the year actually it's at the end of the year okay. what happens so so you know, I haven't. I, I I don't pay too much attention to it all because I won't. I won't. I refuse. I think spiritual beings like myself have a job to connect to light rather than darkness. Mm. So I refuse to connect yeah. to too much darkness. However, I will say that as a Gemini, he has Saturn in his in Sagittarius in his solar seventh house of partnerships, but also open enemies. And I think that you know, with, with that with that aspect, plus Saturn is going to conjunct his Moon come Christmas time. I don't, number one, I've said all along I, he won't be president, and I hope that I'm right, because I think that's for all of our highest goods without being disrespectful to him. Yeah. Um, and, and secondly, I don't think it's going to be a very Merry Christmas for him at all. I think that where is karma, you know, we what we do as individuals, whoever we are, whether we are not important or out there, the seeds of consciousness that we sow, the seeds, the karmic seeds that we sow, there is something that we reap from that. And from his the little that I've seen of his chart, because again, I haven't looked at it in too much depth, not not a happy time. Um, so when is, you said August so the, 30th? Yes, yeah, so it's the 30th of August. Um, we have at 29 degrees, and then it's going to be till the 22nd of September. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the shadow continues until the 6th of October. Can I explain what that means yes. to everybody? Because I think I'd had too much white girl rosé last time. And <laughs> Our live co- show. Oh my God, I was so nervous. I had too much white girl rosé and then I couldn't speak really. I think it was And we've wrong. now learned that brown grandma plus white girl rosé is no. not bueno. <laughs> no, okay. not, okay. la- not allowed. Okay. Sorry. Don't want to be racial, whatever it's called. Profiling, but you know. Um, okay. It's okay if you racially profile yourself. Yeah, I'm allowed to racially profile myself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, this um, is America. Yeah. Hello. And I have a green card. Hi, I'm a Sri Lankan astrologer who's Jewish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, Hindu. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's I want to explain about shadow. So yesterday, Mercury went into officially shadow. What does that mean? That's at 14 degrees of Virgo. On the 30th of August, Mercury goes into its official retrograde at 29 degrees of Virgo. Okay. When Mercury goes direct, it's at 14 degrees of Virgo, matching what it is at in the beginning of the shadow period. Oh. Which means, if you think about it, you think 14, you know, zero to 30 degrees, for Mercury to come out of the retrograde properly, 
out of the number that it was at when it went into the retrograde officially, it needs to catch up to 29 degrees of Virgo, which will take it until October the 6th. Oh, whoa. What does that mean? It's a long shadow. The numbers, the numbers that we have to look out for is 14 degrees of Virgo. The start of the shadow period is the, will, will match when Mercury goes direct. The end of the shadow period, the, the beginning of the retrograde matches the end of the shadow period. So 14 to 30 to 29 degrees of Virgo in your charts, my chart, is where all the action is going on. But remember, it's happy action. It's redoing. It's revisiting. Re, re, re. Happy action. Damn. Ooh, that's a good title. I like that. I like that as well. Happy action. Yeah. Because we're live. Action. Get it? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Happy action. Cheers. Happy action. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Amazing. What else? Um, Tell us. Well, listen, in September, we have the eclipse season. Right. You know that we've talked about this before, that eclipses are like super amped up, like cosmic windows of opportunity we have a solar eclipse in virgo we have a lunar eclipse in in pisces question are these eclipses you can like see them in the sky yeah well actually i think these are both going to be i don't think that either of them are total eclipses so i I think they're they're what's called penumbral which means that they're partial eclipses so we are learning so much stuff (laughs) that's a funny word i love that word penumbral (laughs) penumbral penumbral Use that in a sentence today. Yeah, penumbral, partial. Um, um, So, so they're not. I don't think they're going to be, you know, total eclipses. But they're they're going to be really powerful windows of opportunity for us to manifest in the and heal and bring something to culmination in the Virgo and Pisces ruled parts of our charts. Now, this brings me on to something else that's important to Mm -hmm. say because remember what I said about eclipses? They they uh, they occur in opposing signs of the zodiacs every six months for a kind of a two year period. Right, So we're going to be coming out of the Virgo-Pisces axis next year. We're going to be going into the Leo-Aquarius axis next year. Okay, And that starts with, that means the eclipse is going to be in the Leo and Aquarius rule parts of our charts. Next week, we have quite an intense full moon on the 18th of August in Aquarius. Aquarius is about our tribe, our people, Um, you know, associations and groups we belong to, our friendships, and our hopes, wishes, and dreams. And I think something that's very interesting about this is just for all of us, Aquarius falls in a different part of our natal chart, but for all of us to release with and heal with next week with the, um, with, and it's going to be a partial lunar eclipse, a penumbral lunar eclipse in full moon. And so that word makes me laugh so much. Penumbral um, (laughs) is that we could all do some healing and some releasing around those areas. Because if you think about it, right, our tribe and our group and who we hang with and the associations we belong to links to our hopes, wishes, and dreams for being manifested, Mm -hmm. you know? And also, I think that we're all part of the healing of our world. And I think one of the other things that we all need to be thinking about is how can we just not just be fulfilling our own hopes, wishes, and dreams, but in some small way being part of the healing for the world at large? Mm. Because that brings me nicely, if you don't mind, to the Saturn-Neptune square, which is... Which is the Saturn Neptune scale, which is really important to know, which is, you know, like everyone changes their Facebook thing when something bad happens in the world and it's sort of, you know, you know, they change their... Oh, like the flag, the flag or the... Or that yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that it's actually a, a, an act of solidarity, but one of the things that Saturn Neptune is saying is, Saturn in square about, about spirituality is, Saturn Neptune is saying, don't just change your profile picture. And I, I don't mean that with disrespect to anyone who does that. I don't personally. 
do something. Right. Be part of the change. Take that compassion, that spirituality, that oneness, Neptune, and give it some freaking structure, mm. you know? And I was talking to someone about this the other day, and I said, you know, they were like, I want to start a charity. I want to go and help all these starving children in Africa. And I said, listen, get out of my house, not as in, <laughs> don't actually leave my house, and go and walk the street, and I guarantee you, in the next mile that you'll walk, you will pass five homeless people that could do with a bottle of water, that could do with you looking them in the eye, that could do with you offering to give them some food or a couple of dollars. Like, let's give some structure to our spirituality and our compassion. Do you mm. know what I mean? And let's start being the change, not thinking overly big, but just we can help so many people every day. Mm. Coming back to the Talmud and Hinduism, mm -hmm. and actually the Talmud says, you know, if we save one person, we have fulfilled our destiny. Mm -hmm. So every day, maybe we could all try and help one person. And that's sassanet. Don't get into the arguments on Facebook. Don't even, if you want to change your profile picture, change it. But help people. That is spirituality in action is get off your backside and do something, however little. Call Preach. to action. We love it. Cosmic call to action. And B, we want to have you back on to chat eclipses oh, in yes. more depth. And Jupiter. And Jupiter. In, in Libra. Libra. Love, the return to love. Yes. Uh, yes. And peace. The um, peace movement. Sorry. No, we, we're excited, excited too. We're, we're jumping out of our seats right now. Thank you so much. We wish we could talk to you all afternoon. We probably will call you later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's not going to answer. Tell us, <laughs> tell us one thing that you're doing uh, in your, your daily practice that's helping you live your best life. I have to say to everyone, I've started using binaural beats meditations. You can get them on Spotify. Mm. Like to, and they're amazing. And they have changed my meditation practice in the last six weeks. Do you put earbuds in? or you you must, I yeah. highly recommend listening to them with the ear, earplugs in, the earphones in. Earbuds. Yeah. Ear, yes, whatever they're called in. Um, because headphones. then Yes, headphones. Because then it swirls around your head. But Ooh. honestly, these ones are really powerful. And maybe I'll post, um, sort of share some links or yeah. send to you and guys. Yeah, send them. We can tweet them. Yeah. See, they're so powerful and they have changed my practice amazing i love, love it thank you we oh, love sure. you thanks I for coming you. thanks so much um and thanks for everybody who's uh been is there anything else this. we should cover no no thank you so for much Mona, she looks so sad no <laughs> uh <laughs> thank you so signing off yep bye bye, bye. do you know what time it is roses and thorns Ooh! <laughs> That one was like maybe my favorite. Taking we, like, it there. We sung like from the beginning. Yeah. It was good. <gasps> Roses and thorns. One day we need to have an, I mean, I don't know why we haven't done this, but maybe just like an actual jingle yeah. would be like a good move for us. We do have a jingle. But do you think you guys would miss us trying to sing? Oh, you mean a jingle for this? Thing? Yeah. It was like, we've got a pretty solid no, jingle. No, but if it's like. Just, you just want to use your sound effects again. I know exactly what you're talking about there. Okay, so roses and thorns. Yes, I want you to start with you your thorn. With my thorn. <laughs> yeah. First for first. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so, it's like not a bad thing, but it's kind of the bane of my existence right now. Yeah. Um, I just have so many goddamn canvas tote bags <laughs> like taking over my existence. And I'm so grateful to have them when they're around. Like if you're going to the grocery store or, you know, it's like, oh, I can use this tote. And you just feel like you're yeah. contributing to society in like a really deep, meaningful way. And it doesn't break. Exactly. But then when you have just so many of them and you literally, like my, my laundry room is literally just 
piled with them. What Elizabeth is saying, she's just like so sick of going to events and, and then getting like free <laughs> tote bags. It's like her life is just like stressful. It's so stressful. <laughs> no, but it's just like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be giving these away? Do I? But then it's like, I feel like getting rid of them is sacrilege because you always need a tote bag. Right. And also like, I love all of them. Yeah. You know, like they all kind of like represent a little piece of me. So maybe like the thorn is also that you love them. Yeah. But like that you're drowning in them. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's I so have a suggestion. Much. Why don't you keep one in your car, one or two in your car? I have like 40 in my car. Okay. I have two big ba- two big tote bags and then they're all filled with the bags. In your car? In my car. And then I have others in my laundry room. Okay, second suggestion. By my back door, yeah. For people's birthdays, when you ha- buy them gifts, start right. putting them in the tote bag and then pawn the tote bag off on, mask it in a right. gift. Like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I think that that's the thing. And you can tie it with some bows and it's like, then they get a recyclable present as well right. and they can reuse it. Or I can even go craft night with it and like puffy paint, personalize their name on it. Just oh, saying. Yes, I just yes, had yes. that idea. We haven't done puff paints yet. We, we need haven't. to. We need to. Craft night. Guys, ladies, Charles, Olivia, are you out there? <laughs> Sess? <laughs> Allie? <laughs> Emily? Emily. Oh my God. Wait, side note. I started watching Orange is the New Black highlight to the party. Um, And oh. our friend Emily's so good at it. Yeah, she is. Oh my God. Shout out to Emily Altos. Really, Thanks for being beautiful really and amazing being and talented. Awesome. It's always fun when you are like, oh, I know that person and they're killing the game. Yeah. Um, relatable, I know. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, tote bags, thorn. Okay, my thorn is, um, uh, it's kind of a rose and a thorn. And you guys, okay, you guys, <laughs> I sold my car. And Mazel tov. Thank you. Uh, I got some money for it on CarMax and it was more it was about the same amount of money as the body shop told me that it was gonna need to fix it so I was just like you came out on top yeah let me get rid of this thing and I thought that it would be cool and like liberating not to have a car and and like I don't have to figure out where to park and like I can always be drunk you know all the things that (laughs) you want in your life but it turns out it's very strange and I I don't love having to wait for Ubers and like the money of it all is starting to like fuck with my head where I'm just like, wow, I'm spending like $40. Like if I have three places to go in a day, right? even if I take a pool, that's like $35 in a day. But I truly feel that if you did the math like pen to paper of how much it costs to have a car and fill gas and insurance and car payments, Uber's way cheaper. No, I know. And I, I should do the math just to like... And you can write off anything that's work-related. And it all is. Right. But it's weird. Like, okay, yesterday after our appointment, I I mean, Westwood, luckily Heidi gave me a ride after yoga. But then I get out of the doctor's appointment, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, on the street on Wilshire, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to call an Uber. And I'm, like, having this New York experience, but I'm, like, in L.A., and my brain is just like, I'm not really sure how to process this experience I'm having. And then I wanted to go somewhere later, but I got home, and where I wanted to go was far away, and I was like, I'm not leaving my house now because I right. have to call an Uber. So there's just... That thing. But the, I feel like just with the landscape of LA, I'm like that regardless. Yeah. It's like, ugh, I have to go out again. No, that's true. That. That's true. I guess Schlepping. it's just like a new experience. Yeah. And it's a little thorny for me just because it's kind of uncomfortable. New. But well, well, I kind of just want to buy like a 1998 Cabrio for like $500 because I've always wanted one of those cars. Right. So maybe I'll do that after, after the retrograde, obviously, of course. Obviously, obviously, So that's that. And rose for you. Oh, my rose. So I went to a really lovely Shabbat dinner last week. Um, few former guests were, were there, Ryan Weiss. Former and future guests, Former hopefully. and future guests, for sure. Ryan Weiss, Emily Greener, Seth Matlins. It was really nice. 
It was a real who's who of that's so retrograde. Exactly. And um, we went around and we were sharing uh, about our weeks and just like what had happened with us in our week and then what we hoped for for next week, which was really beautiful. But then as the night went on, we got a little little, little deeper in the convo and holding space for people. And um, we actually went around and saying, started talking about what we, one thing we needed and one thing we could offer. So wow. really just like asking for help, yeah, which I think is so not celebrated and it was so honest and open and just actually really fruitful. Like so many people were like, hey, here's how I can help you and here's what I can offer you. And oh, you need help with this? You know, it. That's awesome. And you know, there were tears, there were just real deep, meaningful celebrations of like what was going on in our lives and also like offer with, with that offer and with that ask. And it was, I just. I share this because I really think that we can have more conversations like that, especially when you're with a community of people who you really love. And Mm. I think that just fostering those types of conversations are so important because it's so often that we're just like surface or that we don't even ask ourselves what we need. So to have to say that out loud and be like, what is it that I need? Like for me, when that came time to to speak on it, it was like such a trigger, and I was like, Ugh, like short circuited in my right. brain. Well, a we're little. kind of conditioned to think and feel that to say that you need something is wrong or bad or like a sign of weakness or, or exactly. a sign of like something gross or whatever. And it's really just like, no, we're here to help each other. And like, what you offer is different than what someone else offers. And if you kind of can have that conversation, you realize that that a really lovely exchange can take place. It was phenomenal. That's so, awesome. Um, one thing that, you know, take away, uh, STEM, if you will, mm-hmm. I would just invite everyone to conduct those kinds of conversations with their friends and their community and see what comes of it because probably magic. That's my guess. Probably magic. Probably magic. A That's book all by saying. Elizabeth Cott. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Instead of big magic, yeah, probably pro- magic. Probably magic, question <laughs> mark. Um, and my rose is that I learned how to use a hair wand. So um, it's That's not great. exactly a beautiful sharing experience. Well, actually, it could be. Justine Marino, our friend, taught me how to do it. And that was a fun rose. She, I said, hey, this is what I need to learn how to do my new short hair. And, and she's she said, like, I can, offer, I can you. offer you a hair wand. And I was like, perfect. The exchange. And now, well, this isn't that. This is what I have now for all the Facebook livers is a is a is a curling iron job right. in a hot hot yoga studio that I did. I However, can show you how to turn that curling iron into a wand experience. I did that. Okay, I, I, I wanded it. Yeah, but the wand actually is thicker at the top mm. and thinner at the bottom, and I think that's what kind of gives it that like yeah special sure something totally. So I'm gonna order one off Amazon. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> oh a really fun. Just save the date for our Los Angeles. This is important. Tribe. Yes. Um, we're doing an event with Bloomingdale's. Hi. September 11th. Sorry about the date. Oops. Um, it's a Sunday. It's gonna be awesome. More details to come, but it's gonna be like a wellness shopping cool amazingness at Bloomingdale's. We have some special guests coming. Beverly We're offering some consultations and readings. and It's going to be really fun. So would love to see you guys there. Bloomingdale's Beverly Center. What time? It's during the afternoon. In the afternoon on September 11th. Yeah. 
But um, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, really excited to be partnering with Bloomingdale's on that, and we would love to see your beautiful faces there. Um, other than that, what a great show! Thank you so much to Ambi. Yes, Ambi, we love you. Thanks for being our spirit and guide. And just a reminder, our website is in makeover mode uh-huh. thanks to the beautiful people over at Willa Creative Agency. I'm so excited to see um, it. It's going to be so dope, you guys, but bear with us again if there's any information that we've shared on the show that you haven't seen on our Twitter or our Instagram. Just hit us up and we will be happy to send you that. Um, our website is going to be such an amazing hub now for all the things that we're talking about and, and we can't wait to give that to you guys. As and usual, you can find us at So Retrograde on Twitter and Instagram and um, that's about Facebook. It. Yeah, Facebook. Hi, Facebook Live. What do you think, guys think of the Facebook Live? Are we into it? Or are we not? What do you want to see? Let us know. Yeah. Um, thanks for such an awesome show. Thanks for friendship, Stephanie. And, uh... Pow. Namaste listening. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.